Let's wholesale real estate. We're gonna wholesale real estate. If you wanna wholesale real estate, then you are in the right place. You don't need no money, you don't need no credit. It's so simple that anyone can get it. Luke's gonna teach you just how to get started. All you have to do is learn and apply it. You are in the right place. You're gonna wholesale real estate. You're gonna wholesale real estate. So let's get started. What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Luke Madez, Sak Passe, Nagule, and welcome to another episode of School of Wholesaling. And guys, I wanna say I have a very special guest on this podcast episode with me today. It is my man, none other, Sam Crowley. He is the host of Every Day is Saturday, the number one, number one motivational and inspirational podcast on the planet, all right? As a matter of fact, uh, there's a saying that he always says, people will travel for miles to watch you burn, and I definitely travel for miles to watch him burn in Las Vegas. He completely just crushed it on stage. I love this guy. He's I, I consider him a really good friend of mine, and I wanted to, him to come on the show to share with you guys uh, motivation, inspiration, and help you keep your mind focused during the, these times right now. So, my man Sam, I'm, you know, I gave you intro, but I want you to introduce yourself because I know you can do a better job at that than me. So, what's going on, Sam? How you doing? Luke, what is up, man? It's been way too long since we talked last, man. You know? It has. Wait. It has. Way too long. No, it's great to be here, man. I live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Married to my wife, Angela, with four uh, beautiful daughters. We're all we're all quarantined, man. We're all you know staying in right now in this wacky new world. It's funny. You and I were together in Vegas just last month, and everything was you know a little bit different, but still kind of normal. Casinos were open, restaurants were open, but then everything started to kind of gradually close down a little bit, and then boom, we get back home and the country's locked down. So. This is the new normal for where we're at right now, but it doesn't mean that you have to stay where you are. It doesn't mean you can't pivot. It doesn't mean you can't reinvent yourself, your message, your business, your dream, and get rocking and rolling. I mean, look, dude, you stay still, you get run over by a truck, you know? So I'm not sitting around waiting for my Trump bucks or my stimulus money. I'm out there creating new content and podcasting every day, speaking to everybody I can speak to and let them know that their best days, Luke, their best days haven't even happened yet. Love it, absolutely, absolutely, and 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 you know, um, one of the things I, I always talk about on on this show, Sam, is the value that wholesaling brings. Like even during today's market, with things shifting over, even with this quarantine that we're experiencing right now, you can still do deals. As a matter of fact, you can do them virtually. So wholesaling is actually a way to make uh, money online. Aside from all the other ways, right, people can make a ton of money online. And, and I know Sam, you know this better than any than anybody else because you actually coach people on how to find their dream online and you know just how to how to be able to create a stream of income that they can that they can make straight from their home. And so I actually want you to touch on that a little bit. Um, I want you to you know to to tell people about your story. How did you even get into this? And and by the way, for every for all of you listeners right now, Sam Crowley is actually the man behind School of Wholesaling. Um, he's my mentor. He's my coach. School of Wholesaling wouldn't exist if, if it wasn't for him right now. So it is definitely an honor to have him speaking on this topic. So go ahead, Sam. You want, you want to talk about that? Yeah, man. Well, first of all, I, I'd love to share my story because I think it just to inspire people, not because it's my story. It's everybody's story, dude. You know, but wasn't it funny a year ago you and I first met? I mean, I can tell you, like last year, my daughter turned 18 and now she's a freshman at the University of Cincinnati. 
And, you know, all of that was going on. It was her birthday and you and I were just kind of getting to know each other. We were working together. There was no school of wholesaling. You didn't know a podcast from a newscast and you didn't have any courses built or anything like that. And just look how much can happen in just a year. I mean, you got a podcast, you're crushing it with downloads. You got an online course you're selling now. You're speaking on your own stages. I mean, None of this stuff even happened a year ago. And that's what happens when you kind of just take that, what we call, you know, that, that, that just that specific focused action and tune out all of that stuff because life happens for you. I mean, you've got a son, Zion, you've got your wife, you've got family, you've got a business you're running, you're putting a lot of money into your business and, you know, nothing's guaranteed. You're taking a lot of risks out there. But when you do kind of stay in the game and you tune out all that negative stuff that's going on, good things will happen. It doesn't mean adversity isn't going to hit you. It's always going to bind you. but if you just pass through the valley and you don't pitch your tent there and hang out there like most people want to do, you know, then you'll find success. So, you know, congrats to you, man. I think it's great. We're doing a podcast a year after we met and kind of, you know, with an update on your life and all the success. And, you know, with my own story back in 2005, well, 2004, I was married at the time with only two children, both of them under the age of five. And, um, my daughter, Malin used to ask me all the time, daddy is tomorrow, Saturday, daddy is tomorrow, Saturday. I was just a stressed out corporate slave and going to a job that I hated. I was making a hundred grand a year, base salary, had stock options, company car, all that stuff. But man, which was amazing. Cause I started in a, in telephone sales in a cubicle making $9,900 base salary back in, you know, 15 years before that. But I didn't like the person I had to become, you know, in order to get that money and get that title and get that salary. It really sucked. And I didn't like it, you know, and I was 37, stressed out. And I'm thinking, well, you know, my dad left when I was three months old and had my mom raise eight kids by herself. I'm basically orphaning my kids, but instead of leaving and never coming back, I'm just going to a job every day. It might as well be gone forever. And so it just kind of hit me, man. I don't know. You know, I guess it hits people. Some people are 75, some people are 35. Um, I think most people are dead at the age of 25 and it just takes 50 years to bury them, you know, because most people just give up. They think this is the life I got to have and this is it. So I quit my job and I said, I quit. And it shocked me more than anybody because I, I, I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I just know what I didn't, I didn't, I know what I didn't want to do. You know, I bought a Quiznos franchise about nine months before I quit and it was a really horrible decision and just bad, bad move on all fronts. I didn't want to own a franchise, but I was just so, I, I didn't trust myself enough. So I wanted a proven system and, you know, I ended up buying a bad deal, dude. It was just a bad deal. The, the, the numbers didn't work. I knew they didn't work. I wanted them to work, but I had to file bankruptcy because I had to, everything went south. I had to go back to the job that I left. I was running the place. They sat me back in that same cubicle where I started 15 years earlier and I had to dig myself out. And that's why I said to hell with it, man. I'm just going to start podcast. I didn't know what a podcast was. I Googled how to make money with no money. That's how I found podcasting. How to make money when you have no money. Because I was in a chapter 13 bankruptcy at the time. And so I found out about podcasting. I said, well, I like to speak. I've always been told I'm full of, you know, you know what. So I said, I'd like to speak. Why don't I just share an inspiring message? And this was, there was probably 3,000 shows on iTunes at the time, Luke, maybe 3,000. And now there's 800,000 shows on iTunes. And so I just caught the wave and I started talking, didn't know what I, I mean, I sounded like Porky Pig on a meth trip, dude. It was horrible. It was all over the place, like a bubble on a skillet, man. It was all over the place, but I started practicing and getting better and I'm an ex stutter. So it took a little bit more work than probably other people. And I just start practicing and re, just 
going and going and going. And I got my big break a couple of years later, asked to speak at an event. I had about $40 left in my checking account. I, I got paid 25,000 for a keynote, sold 150,000 coaching. And I had a $200,000 day, man. And uh, that's when just, you know, and it, you know what I find out is, it, and I know when people hear this, they hate it. And I hated it too, because I didn't want to hear it, but it's not about the money. Yeah. I know that doesn't resonate, especially in this Corona economy we're in, where it, we have 22 million people now unemployed in the U.S. And we've got people. Re- and look, that fear is real. OK, I'm not here to discount that because we're all in a situation we didn't think we'd be in just a few months ago. But it's not about the money. Now, more than ever, it's about are you going to create your digital content? Are you going to create a legacy? Are you going to monetize your message or are you going to kind of, you know, just do what you've always done in hopes that, well, next time I'll do it, you know, someday, one day I'll do it. I'll get to it next year. But right now I really got to focus on taking care of my family. Well, you know, you can focus on taking care of your family and create an empire. You know, there's, it's not an either or proposition. And I, I wish I would have known that back in the day. Cause I lived in fear of that first couple of years. I didn't really go, go, go. Cause I didn't trust myself, you know, cause no, I, nobody knew me nobody's going to hire me. It's not like I was a speaker that anybody knew. I wish I had that advice that, dude, put all your cards in this time. Just put them all in the middle, put all your chips in the middle of the table right now and have faith. You know, faith that's never been tested can't be trusted anyway. So everybody's like, well, you got to have faith. Well, have you ever really trusted your faith? Like, have you ever really stepped out in faith to think that, you know, I don't know what the hell is going to happen a month from now. I, I'm, I don't even know, but I'm just going to trust. I'm going to have faith. You know, most people don't do that, but they talk a good game. And that was me. I talked a good game, but I never really trusted it. When I trusted it, everything changed, dude. Everything I changed. So when you change, everything around you changes, you know, the people you bring into your life, the, the money comes in and the success comes in and you know, whatever that looks like to you, success, you know, for me, it's being a dad with kids that aren't, you know, addicted to drugs and, you know, hanging out with the wrong crowd and, you know, they know their dad loves them and they're, you know, they're built in the image of God and all that stuff that I try to sew into them all the time. Not perfect by any stretch. My girls will tell you that all the time. My dad swears sometimes, you know, my dad's not always, it's not every day is Saturday around, you know, I'm, I'm human, you know, but I know one thing I tried as hard as I could, dude. And I didn't, I didn't sell out. I didn't sell out. So I know that's kind of a long answer to your question, but I, I, that's kind of where my mind's at all the time. Every day is just, what can I learn new today? Who can I help? How can I help more people? How can I leverage that? And yeah, how can I make a lot of money now? So when I'm 75 years old, I don't got to worry about where my next meal is coming from. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That is amazing, man. I, I, I like the fact that you touched on, you know, the, the part where you make that mindset shift and you're like, it's all about adding value. Who can I help today? Right. That yeah. is, that's, you know, I wake up like that every day because that, that is something that actually get, that you can apply to real estate as well. I mean, really, you know, in wholesaling real estate, we're providing a ton of value uh, to people, right? We're, we're, we're providing value to people who need to sell their property. We're providing value to people who need to buy investment property. So when you just get up with that kind of mindset, you know, how can I help someone today? You kind of attract everything else to you. And it's just, it's, it's really cool that you touched on that. And, and as, as a matter of fact, let me just say this, right? So I, I listen to your podcast every day. So I heard the one that, that, that you dropped this morning and uh, you were talking about um, how to get started with success, right? And, you know, most people probably think the first thing that you should do is, all right, maybe I need to make a website or maybe I need to uh, to, to go ahead and, you know, maybe, maybe I need to start making phone calls, whatever those things are. But there was something that you said on the podcast that gave a different, shed a different light on it. And uh, you were saying, 
that the thing that matters first is that you work on your mind, right? Yeah. And so you you want to you want to touch on that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, everybody like I get the question all the time because I coach people that they come to me because they want to do simple better. That's it. They want to do simple better. They don't want some laundry list of tech stuff and gobbledygook that look, we could all get lost in the weeds on that stuff. Uh, When I say do simple better, it's find your zone of genius. You know, what is it that you love to do? There's no wrong answer. What is it that you love to do? Create a message around that and sell something you know, and it's that simple. I wish it was more complicated. I could get paid a lot more money, but it's not that complicated to do, you know? And so, but before you even take that step, you got to go to work on your mind, man, because you're, you know, I don't know how old the individuals are that's going to be listening to the show. Somebody might be 19, somebody might be 59, you know, and you've got layers and layers and layers of programming and stuff that's been told to you and negative, a lot of that negative stuff. You know, I grew up, I love my mom, man. Love her. She died in 1997. She raised eight kids by herself. So she had a really tough life. Raging alcoholic, smoked three packs a day and told me all the time, I never asked for you and I never wanted you. You know, that's what I heard all the time. Never heard I loved you ever from a parent. That's why I always tell my girls I love them. And I had all that negative layers in my mind, you know, not that it ever held me back. It actually did the opposite. I never wanted to be broke. You know, I was broke a lot. You know, I got evicted or got my car repossessed and I've, I've been in some tough times, but I never wanted to be, I guess a victim would be a better word. I never wanted to be a victim. You can be broke, but you don't need to be a victim, you know, because I never really met a wealthy victim, you know? <laughs> so I wanted to overachieve all the time and, but my mind was never right. And then, you know, in 2002, I went to a real estate course of all things, man. And it was a free one of those cattle calls, you know, where they get 200 people in a room and 10 of them buy the package for a thousand bucks. And then when you buy the thousand, you go to that course, they sell you one for 5,000. Well, I bought it all, dude. I would, but here's the thing. They told me to leverage, my, get my credit as high as I could, call everybody Amex, MasterCard, Visa, get as much of a limit as you could. I did it. I just, I didn't question anything because I didn't have what they had. They had a lot of money and they had a lot of freedom and I didn't have either. So I'm like, I'm not even going to question anything. And one of the guys I took the course with when we were there, he goes, you know why they're doing this, right? So when they go to pitch you the big, the big program at the end, you've got 80 grand on your visa that you could spend instead of eight grand. I was like, God, I never even thought of that. Like, I didn't even, and I, I he's probably right, but that negative type of thought never came across my mind. I was just doing what people told me to do. And I, I never bought all the platinum programs they sold at the end, but I did take action. I bought the next step. So I just kept taking the next step. Like I, everybody gets caught up with, I want to know what the, how this story is going to end. Well, you don't get to know how it's going to end because you don't, you're not even going through the process. You know, you don't, you know, you, this isn't like Netflix where you can fast forward to the end and get the ending. That's not, your life isn't a Netflix movie, you know? So if your mind isn't straight, you're, you're, you're done. And a lot of people got to go to work on their mindset first, because are you even in a position that you even feel confident that you can sell somebody anything? It doesn't matter. You can sell anything to anybody when you, when you define what that problem is and what the result is that you sell. You don't need to do it better than anybody. That's not, I mean, I don't do the best podcast. I don't do the best speaking on stage. I don't, you know, have the best website, but I know more than people who don't have any of that. And that's what I do. I get them from point A to point B. And you can make a nice living doing that and feel real good about it, by the way, and, and, and put your head down on the pillow at night thinking, you know, I, I did a lot for these individuals. I feel really good about that. And so, you know, when you take all of that together, dude, and, you know, by the way, going back to that real estate story, inside of two and a half years, I owned 40 units with none of my own money. So 
I did exactly what they told me to do. And I had the success that very few people have because I followed the mentor and I followed the person and I didn't look at any other angle that they were trying to, you know, do me wrong. Are you going to get done wrong? Of course, you're going to get done wrong. Your gym membership may not work out. You know, you go to a restaurant, you get a bad steak. Do you stop eating steak? Yeah, you just go to a different restaurant, you know? So you're always going to have people who are going to take your money and not do what they said they're going to do, or they're going to do you wrong, but you don't stop trying, you know, you never stop trying. And by the way, take what they did wrong, flip it and do it right. That's what I do. That's why I started the agency business in the past month, because I had to pivot. Things changed in my business. So there's a lot of agencies out there that build funnels and websites and lead magnets for people, and they don't even know what the hell they're doing and they do it wrong. Well, I don't do it wrong. I do it right because I I get on the phone with everybody and I get it done the right way. And so I found the need for that, filled that need, still filling that need. So it's always, we're always changing, dude. And the people that can pivot the easiest and not get caught up in all that baggage in their mind and their past about why they can't do it. You know, YouTube is a great place to learn stuff and I'm self-taught. I know you get on there as well. You know, that's, I heard there's something like, I don't even know if this might even be off. It's like 65 terabytes of video uploaded every minute or something like that. I mean, there's just, there's so much information out there to learn that nobody has any reason not to gain knowledge about a topic that they want to now start monetizing. There's no excuse for it. Not in the digital age. I agree with that. I agree with that hundred percent. I mean, it's, it, you know, times are different now. You can learn anything you want on the internet and and, you know, with, 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 with people like yourself, uh, like myself in the educational space who are taking the time out to not only provide a lot of value in this space, but actually, you know, take people through the process and, and get them there a lot faster. I mean, that's valuable as well. And so now in, 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 in terms of real estate, right, because all of this goes hand in hand, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so in terms of real estate, uh, you mentioned the thing that really took you through everything was just the action, right? You didn't really know what you were doing when you, when you got right. to court, right? You just kind of took a lot of action. No clue what I was doing. No clue. Yeah. You just, you know, you just, Hey, I'm, I'm going to go for it. Don't know what it's going to get me, but I know I'm going to get somewhere. Right. But that's, but that's where the progress happens. And, and there's something that you mentioned um, in your podcast today as well. And it, and it was, and it was the sense of urgency, right? That, that yeah. sense of urgency that people need to have. And, and I think that is a, that is also something that is uh, very valuable to understand because, you know, n- not everybody who's listening to the show, not everybody who's getting into your program is in a position where, you know, they, they don't know where they're going to get their next meal from. You know, there, there are some people that they're well off, they're set, right? But they, they know they want more for themselves, but they're not in a position of critical, you know, financial standing where they need to figure it out right now. So, um, could you could, could you talk a little bit about that? Because the goal here is to succeed, right? So could you talk a little bit about that sense of urgency and how powerful that is in getting you to where you need to go? Yeah, well, look, you may not have $10,000 or maybe you don't have $1,000, but the question I pose to myself is all the time is, what if I needed to earn five grand this month in order for my family to eat and not get thrown out of our home? I would go find a way to make five grand. I don't care if that was $500 a day for 10 days, if that was you know, 200, 100, maybe 150 a day, every day for 30 days at $75 in the morning, $75 in the afternoon, I would find a way to do it. And so would you. And so would everybody. The issue becomes we get comfortable and yeah, you can be comfortable being broke. Look, I mean, have you ever been broke and been comfortable? I mean, it's like, you know, you're in college, you got that old bed that's got all the coils and the wires sticking out of it. You know, 
it's, it's, it's very easy to get into that bed. It's real comfortable, but it's really hard to get out of, you know? And that's the same thing when we find ourselves in habits that really aren't good habits. They're really easy to get into, but they're really difficult to get out of because it requires being uncomfortable and doing stuff that you wouldn't want to do. But I, to everybody listening, if you were going to be thrown in jail or evicted or your family wasn't going to eat or you're going to be homeless, you'd find a way to get that money. And that's what I call the sense of urgency. Because comfortable, I'll tell you, I've coached a lot of seven-figure uh, men and women. Um, these people have five, eight million dollars in their 401k and they're miserable. They're miserable. Uh, they sold their soul to the devil. They're 50 years old, 45 years old. Um, they, they got the house, they got the car, the kids are in college and they're miserable. They have so much regret. Like Jim Rohn says, I mean, discipline weighs ounces, regret weighs tons. And if you want to see a sad person, look at somebody who didn't go after it when they're twenties or thirties or forties. And now they're 60, 70 years old. You can just see the regret oozing out of them. And so when you talk about urgency, man, think about that. I know it's kind of tough to look down the road, but those, those times in your life, they're coming down the pike. I mean, I'm 50, I'll be 52 in June. I never in a million years thought I'd be 50. My mom turned 50. I thought she was a dinosaur, man. I mean, I thought that was just old. Like you're almost go dig your grave right now. Well, I feel I have more energy now than I did when I was 20 because I'm living out my passion. You know, it's not because I'm in, you know, my, I'm older, my body's older, but my mind's sharp and my purpose when I wake up in the morning and my fit heat the feet hit the floor. Think about people right now, man. It's a lot of people like they joke around. It's like groundhog day. Like every day is exactly the same. My God, I can't leave my house. Well, you need a sense of purpose because if you don't get up, get dressed, get in the shower, like you're actually going to work and start creating something that you're super passionate about, you are going to feel like most people that are out there posting on Facebook. You know, when's this going to end? Well, it doesn't have to end. Who cares if it does end or when it does end? You know, right now you can create a sense of purpose, but if you don't have a sense of urgency, you're never going to have that, you know? And, I, and so many people lack that sense of urgency, Luke, because they're comfortable. They got money in their bank account or, you know, they haven't really had to go do anything. And now look at where we are. Holy cow. People are like, uh, wow. Oh, okay. I just got furloughed. You know, I got a lot of my clients I'm talking to right now, half of them have been quote unquote furloughed. I've been fired. I've been laid off, just given a few weeks off. So the company can kind of save some money. Well, they're looking at it as a blessing. Like, wow, I get time now to really focus. I'm not getting paid by my company, but now I get to create that content and I got a sense of urgency to create it. Yeah. Because now it's becoming more and more real that I could actually lose my job. That's the sense of urgency that when you get that, you're dangerous, man. When you get that sense of urgency, you're dangerous. And what happens when you're dangerous, man? You you go into a whole different sphere and you don't even know that area of your life existed. It's always been there, but you never had that sense of urgency. It was like that key to unlock that area of your life. Very, very true. Very true. And just to piggyback on what you're saying, you know, the times that we're living in right now where more people than ever are wondering where they're going to get their next paycheck from. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it can seem very scary, right? It can seem very scary to be living in a world like this, but let me, let me ask you, Sam, um, since there's so many problems that are now going to be coming up, right. As a result, right. Yeah. We need help right now. How much opportunity is out there for, for people listening to the show? Oh, God. I mean, the opportunity is just, if you can, I don't know, man, I like being in front of a trend. And I don't like being, I don't like taking advantage of somebody else's bad situation. So let me just throw that out there. I'm not saying you can capitalize on something bad. But I love being ahead of a trend. And the trend I see now is, you know, Zoom calls, like the one where I'm right now are absolutely exploding everywhere. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah. people are discovering, wow, we can do stuff virtually that we thought we had to actually leave the house to go do. We can learn virtually. You can apply a lot of different skills virtually. So, wow, man, the opportunity right now for people that want to go out there and get ahead of this trend now of online education, consumerism, whatever. You could build a Shopify store, an Amazon affiliate. I'm not even talking about doing what you and I do, creating digital content of your own. You can sell other people's digital content. But this isn't lasting forever. You know, good times don't last forever. Bad times don't last forever. I lived through the housing crash of 2008. And I thought, you know, when I was seeing like Lehman Brothers going under and the big auto dealers going under, I'm like, oh my God, this is Armageddon. I mean, this, when I was growing up, Shearson Lehman was just the, they were the cornerstone of investing, you know, and now they're getting, you know, Enron went out of business in 2000. Who'd have thought a company that big in Houston with it? This stuff happens all the time, Luke. If you study history, you see this stuff happens all the time and it always, always, always rebounds. And people who are like Wayne Gretzky said, I didn't go where the puck was. I went where I thought it was going to be. You know, that's why I was so good at hockey. I got to where I thought the puck was actually going to be. I wouldn't, I didn't care where it was at the time on the rink, you know? And I think where we are right now, and I'm not discounting the seriousness because it is for some people, but boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. If you get ahead, you put your head down for the next 90 days and plant that seed, you're going to get the harvest of your life. I don't know when, nobody knows when, but I know you're that harvest, man. You are going to be laughing, laughing in the future about how awesome your life is based on the seeds you planted in the spring of 2020. So, so what would you recommend for someone right now who wants to take advantage of this opportunity, the, the opportunity of, of being, you know, of getting their time back? Because right now everybody's got their time back, right? Most people yeah. have their time back. So what would you, what, what piece of advice would you give to somebody listening to the show right now to help them get on the right track and get focused so they can really, really come out of the come out on the other side winning. Well, if you're talking about digital content, pick one. There's only three forms of it. There's audio, there's video, there's written. So do you want to have a YouTube channel? Do you want to have an Instagram account? Do you want to do Facebook lives? Pick one. Uh, do you want to have a podcast? That's easy. I mean, iTunes has over a billion subscribed podcasts out there. Uh, only 18% of them have been updated in the last 90 days. I mean, the... The field is right for anybody that wants to go out there and just kind of throw your flag down. Teach people. I don't care if you teach them how to cook, how to mow their lawn, how to play guitar, how to wholesale real estate, or how to be a professional speaker. There's no wrong answer out there. So do you want to get into the digital world? Do you want to get into more of a physical world? Do you want to be a real estate agent, for example? Like I'm sitting for the real estate exam uh, because I've always wanted to be a real estate agent. And I'm looking to fill a void out there as well. It's like, wait a minute. Why do you want to go do a bit? Because Because I get the choice. (laughs) <laughs> I get to choose. Yeah. I mean, I get to choose. I love houses. I love my wife watches house hunters 24 hours a day, nonstop. I've been in the real estate investing game for over 20 years. We love real estate. Like I would love that. I would love to show a home buyer the, what it's like to have a great real estate agent like that because someone who's passionate about it. So that's why I would do it. So, so real estate, um, getting into the medical field, I mean, getting, just being, putting videos out there, to help people to start, what you really got to do is you got to not say, how can I make the most money? You got to say, what do I love to do the most? Yeah. Start with that. Start with why you want to do this. Because if you can't start with why, it's a great book by Simon Sinek called The Start With Why. And if you learn why you're doing this, then when you learn how to do it, those two things just come together as opposed to colliding. Because when they collide, it's, well, I want to make money but I don't really like to do it. That's a collision. And those collisions never end well. 
But if you want to get kind of synced up, why are you doing this? I want to make every day Saturday to be a dad and, you know, being blessed beyond measure uh, more than I ever even deserve is being able to work with influencers like Luke Medeus every day and cr- help you create. So you had you had the why, you know why you wanted to run a seven figure wholesaling real estate, but you didn't, but you didn't know how to get all of that content in your mind out there digitally with a podcast and build a whole new avenue over there, get out your masterclass and really zero in on what your message is. You know, we came up with that title school of wholesaling on our very first coaching call, very first one. That's all it took. It took like 15 minutes and look at where it is now, you know? So once you know why you want to do it, then you bring somebody like myself in, or you become a mentor to somebody, Luke, and they bring you into their team. Now you've got the rocket fuel behind that rocket, but without the rocket being built, that foundation about why you even want to do this, forget the fuel, man. I mean, that's just something that's not going to, it's just isn't going to work. And by the way, using that same analogy of a rocket, 98% of the fuel is used on takeoff. You know, after you get that thing taken off, then it becomes a glider, you know, but hey, I'm telling you what, man, get ready for uh, a lot of work getting that thing ready for takeoff and off that base as it continues to go towards the stratosphere because that's a lot of fuel being used. That's a lot of late nights. That's a lot of early mornings. That's a lot of no. That's a lot of adversity. That's a lot of chargebacks and refunds and things like that. But do you want it bad enough? Ask yourself that question. Do you want it bad enough to be criticized by your brothers and your sisters and everybody else in your family who think you're crazy and your mom and your dad? You want it bad enough to be criticized. You know, you're going to get booed. Great quote by Reggie Jackson, my one of my favorite baseball players of all time. He said, they don't boo nobodies, you know, so they only boo people that matter. So if you want to get booed, you want to go through some struggle, but you really want to reap the harvest down the road, man, giddy up right now is the best time to get going. And there's never been a better time. Start with why and then learn the how and let it go, man. Let's go. Have some faith. That's right. That's right. I love it, man. I love it, Sam. Again, man, thank you so much for coming on this podcast with me today and doing the show with me today. Before we end the podcast, though, where can everybody find you? Everydaysaturday.com or hit me up on Instagram at everydayatsaturday. So everydayatsaturday.com or follow me on Instagram at everydayatsaturday. Awesome, awesome. And and I highly recommend everybody listen to his podcast. Every day is Saturday. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Stitcher, all of the podcast platforms. I, I listen to it literally every morning. Uh, it's been two years since I've been doing that. And it's just something that just, it's really transformed my life as well. So I wanted to uh, definitely, you know, bring him on uh, uh, my platform and share share with the rest of you guys his 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 zone of genius because this guy's just amazing. So thank you again, Sam. It is always a pleasure, my friend, to uh, to to talk to you and just you know it's, it's always it's always fun, man. <laughs> hey, all the best to you and the family, Luke. Stay safe, brother, and uh, we'll be talking like probably tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> we talk pretty regularly, but all the best to you and the family, man. Take care. For sure. Thanks so much. You have a great day. Let's wholesale real estate. We're gonna wholesale real estate. If you wanna wholesale real estate, then you are in the right place. Thank you for listening to School of Wholesale with your host, Luke Madez. If you want more information, subscribe to this podcast as well as follow on Instagram at Luke Madez. L-U-C-M-A-D-E-U-S. And if you have any questions, send me an email at flippinglegendary at gmail.com. That is flippinglegendary at gmail.com. Let's wholesale real estate. We're going to wholesale real estate.